Good morning and welcome to Friday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. All American I'll get it right. It is Friday, the 11th day of February. The People's Open is in effect. Uh, we're going to have, I don't know, close to a million people uh, watching golf, we got the Super Bowl on Sunday, uh, and uh, the the Rams and the Bengals, probably not what the networks were hoping for. And then, of course, there's the Olympics that nobody's watching. Uh, speaking of watching, are you watching what inflation is doing to everybody's wallets? I'm joined, like I always am, with my partner, Jason, in Colorado. Jason, maybe some dissension in the Federal Reserve as yesterday, James Bullard, he's the head of the St. Louis Fed. He also has a vote. Remember, not all Fed governors get a vote, but he has a vote in 2022 calling for an emergency 50 basis point rate hike and had everybody scrambling. Yeah, the uh, markets kind of didn't like the uh, sound of that, did they, yesterday, Joe? <laughs> like a, quite a quite a big sell-off. And, uh, well, uh, Joe, you were t- we were talking this morning. You're like, no, there's no way for that. But, but uh, well, it, maybe at some point they're going to have to. But, you know, just, just t- chatter right now, isn't it? Well, think about this. He's not wrong. Matter of fact, he's absolutely right. They should have a meeting right now. And start raising rates. I mean, infl- I mean, the, I guess the cow's already out of the barn, so to speak. But this is how tedious the market really is, and this is why you don't. We keep warning you about the banks. We keep telling you that this it, it is not what it appears to be. And for James Bullard to come out yesterday and say, "Hey." We need to start getting in front of this thing and have the this 50 basis point rate hike. And you should have seen people piling on, calling him immature, unprofessional. And how dare he upset the bond markets with these, you know, horribly divisive comments like, hey, we actually need to start fighting inflation. And again, here's the problem. Like I said, there's only two choices here. There's no little uh, magic beans that are going to save, you know, three, four rate hikes. That's not going to do anything. They're either going to tell us we give up as soon as the markets start to buckle and go the other way, or they're going to need to put us into a depression. That's really the two options that are on the table, Jason. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if uh, we lived in uh, previous decades, which we don't, there there may be a little wiggle room, which is what they were doing 10, 15 years ago. They were wiggling around, right, Joe? They were just wiggling with whatever whatever little rope they had left, and now the rope they've, they're, they like, they're looking at it. It's like, uh-oh, this is the end of the rope. What do we do now? That's that's what's happened, Joe. And, and that's exactly what it is. Listen, we got $30 trillion in debt. 
The Fed's got a balance sheet of nine trillion. We know all this stuff. There's these derivatives, these dark pools that none of us really know anything about that collapsed the banks the last time around. They didn't fix it. And if you actually took the time to read a lot of the stuff that was in the Dodd-Frank bill that they posed as the solution, you're going to find out that really it wasn't a solution at all. They didn't want to fix the problem. Uh, and, and this is why we're in this situation where we're at, where even like like Reuters came, come, comes out and says, hey, even Bullard doesn't think a half-point rate hike really helps at all because it's not enough. Like I said, the last time inflation was this high, the the 10-year the note was at 11.5%. Right? We got a Fed funds rate right now between 0 and 0.25. We're talking about we, we need a Fed, a, a, a Fed funds rate of 10 plus, Jason. Not a half a point. Right. I mean, essentially, you want to get... Uh... Uh, your interest rates up at least to the level of the uh, the perceived uh, inflation number, so seven and a half percent. Well, I guess Joe, would, that would be a, a good start, right? And then uh, the actual inflation, probably more like fifteen percent. Your your ten percent is probably a, a much better number to try to to cool off the inflation. Which Joe, that the inflation's kind uh, getting kind of spooky. How how bad it might get, right? Well, again, we haven't seen it all yet. Uh, when you start looking at uh, remember this too, and we'll get to this uh, a little more in the next segment as well. Let's talk about food, right, and how expensive the supermarket is getting. And I've told you about low inventories on just about every major commodity uh, out there. But, you know, here's something else people forget. The Biden administration gave the 42-plus million people on food stamps an extra 25%. That just started hitting. I think January was the first month. They got an extra 25%. And, and I said it when they made when they made the announcement, and I'll remind you all, here's what's going to happen. The price of food's going up 25%. Because I, by the time it's done, that extra money you that, that uh, was supposed to help everybody, what they're going to find out is, wait a minute, I got all this extra money, but I'm still only be able to buy the same amount of food I was before I got the extra money. Yeah. Welcome to the new world. Where are the superheroes at the central bank? They're all ducking for cover. We'll be right back. 800 And, man, how many times have we talked about how weak we have at the central bank how weak of a president we have uh, where is jay powell where is he right if james bullard is so wrong which let's face it we needed that 50 point uh, 50 basis rate hike a year ago and then we needed about five more of them on top of that uh they're 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 ducking they're running for cover we have no leadership uh and again People think, well, you know what? They stopped sending everybody checks. So, you know, it's going to taper off here. Listen, that food stamp increase, that's permanent. Let's not forget Social Security recipients. 
I know it wasn't anywhere close to what you needed, but hey, you got an extra, you know, five plus percent. That's that that's permanent. That that that's more money going in, more consumption going in, uh, and and these are the things, Jason. As to when we sit there, and we we saw yesterday's inflation number. Nobody should be surprised. No, nobody should be surprised. And uh, this is uh, the the old. Just this is just the old thing, uh, Joe. Where the, the government giving away money? Just you know, the federal government has no business giving away money. That's just it. Just makes the problem worse. We this unfortunately this situation we're in today was was predetermined as soon as the central bank showed up. You know, they just they just changed the rules every you know eighty years or so, and then and when the thing breaks, and then they just uh, give you a new version of it. And that's that's why they call it the Great Reset, Joe, because you know we're, we're headed for this 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 change because they don't want to lose power, but their system is broken. They got to reshuffle the, the the deck, so to say. Yeah, and and people think it's not going to happen. It's going to be different this time. No, it's the same. And it's like I said, uh, the Fed talks about all these tools they have. They don't have any tools. It's the same tool. It's called debt. That's the only tool they've ever had, right? And, and now uh, we're sitting in a situation where uh, confidence in the economy is at a low, right? Everybody's nervous. Nobody knows what to do. And we, we still have all of these issues and in, in inflation running completely unchecked, right? It's just totally unchecked. Uh, news today, the, the IEA, the International Energy Agency, uh, issued a huge warning about crude oil. Of course, I've been telling you it for at least six months now. But the newest worry is that OPEC is having trouble maintaining current levels. And this is it. Listen, at $92 a barrel... Every, everybody's pumping as much oil as they possibly can, and, and now they're having, things are breaking down. They have no more spare capacity. Uh, this is a huge problem, Jason, when we look at uh, how bad is inflation going to get in over the next six months. I think you can directly look at, at crude oil and watch how high things go. Yeah, that's right, Joe. Yeah, I had mentioned it. I touched on it yesterday that uh, it seems like there's these like kind of rolling shortages and things. You know, a little shortage on this thing, a little short. On, I think I think they've uh, these big companies, you know, Kroger, Walmart, whatever. They they're starting to trying to figure out where to place things just just in time, just enough, barely enough, which which signals you know if you don't have full shelf, that signals there's something wrong with the supply chains and in energy, Joe, like he's talking about. That's and, and the inflation coupled with that is it's a problem this is this is the kind of problem that uh if it continues the way it's going you know when they say hey we're going to get 7.2% inflation by our estimates and it goes to 7.5 when it's when it's moving faster on their own bad broken numbers joe where are we going to end up in uh, the february numbers the march numbers the april numbers uh, when they're still print they're, right now right now they are still printing more money by their own uh, uh admission joe yeah, I mean... They're still printing. They're still buying some bonds. We don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. Yesterday, uh, we saw the 10-year note uh, climb over 2%. Uh, right now, it's at almost at 205 uh, which, again, historically, that's a super low number. 
And this is the biggest problem because this number, think about how much higher it really has to go uh, to be able to, to, to ward off the inflation. And this is the problem because they know, listen, they, they know it, we know it. Do you blow up Wall Street? Do you send us into a, a depression? And I wish I could say it would only be a recession. That's not the case. Listen, they created this boom and bust cycle. This is what they've created. Right? And this is why, you know, think about it. Why has gold in the last 22 years gone from $250 to almost $2,000? Well, guess what? Because they keep making the problem bigger, and they blow the bubble bigger, and then they blow it bigger, and then they blow it bigger. And now, here's the worst part, is as this biggest bubble yet is getting ready to blow up, we've got weak leadership everywhere. we got weak leader in the White House. Jason, we got a, a, an incredibly weak Federal Reserve leader and, and this is going to be a recipe, as they call it, you know, the, the Great Reset. Just look at it this way. All that wealth you've been working for, they're coming for it, Jason. It's just that simple. Yeah, let me uh, – give me a, give me two minutes. Let me, I was, we were on the Faking the Truth yesterday, uh, Brian and myself, and on Thursdays we have J.D., the Colorado Deplorable. He comes on and does a show with us every Thursday. He's a big Trump fan, and he, you know, he's, suspe- he's suspicious of Republicans, but he loves. Rep- he thinks Republicans are the answer. L- looking economically at what's going on, I always try to look at well, the, the powers that be. What do they want, or and how are they going to uh, achieve what they want? And he brought up uh, Build Back Better, how, how it didn't pass. And I told him, well, isn't that suspicious? You know, uh, one Democrat just sort of stood up, is like, no, I don't want to vote for it. Well, I told uh, J.D. that, well, the timing of Build Back Better with where the markets are doesn't work. Uh, passing a big spending program in the midst of when you want to stop spending and, and, and have these so-called, hey, we're going to stop inflation, doesn't work. And we all know that it looks like the Republicans will win back the House and Senate in November of this year. So if you just go off, off the logic that they want to keep spending money and that they want to uh, – that the inflation is probably a better – a better path for the rich people that run our government, Joey, we could very easily see, okay, so Build Back Better didn't pass. The markets have a flash crash when they actually start upping the rates, they stop spending, maybe they start they start selling off their assets. We have a, the same thing we had in 2020, a flash crash. Comes down 20, 30, 40%. And then, oh, well, we're going to start spending again. They, they give you all the rosy news. We're going to spend. We're going to do this and that. We're going to go to lower rates. We're going to take those those interest rates back. Whatever they do, Joe, just just to get that fake recovery very quickly. And then before Biden uh, loses the Senate and the House, they can pass the bill back better because in, in an emergency crash, well, we need to start spending money to fix everything. So very easily, build back better, I think, gets passed before the end of this year, before the uh, the midterms. And then, Joe, I don't know how long they could string this thing along, but it seems to me that they love to crash this thing on a Republican. So Trump gets reelected in 2024, and then at that point we may see a massive crash. I mean, the, the ending crash. But I have a feeling that they're, they're doing this head fake crash just like they did in 2020. Well, I'm, they may be doing one of those right now, Joe. That's still going to be bad. Yeah, look, what, gonna, look what Gold it, did when they did the head fake last time. Look what Gold did, you know, all-time highs. Yeah, I, I do. I, I when we look at how do uh, how do I see this playing out, I, I think that's that's probably exactly what we're going to get. Because let's face it, we, and we've known this for a long time. Uh, the only solution 
and it doesn't matter who we elect, D's, R's, it, 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 it's all the same. They only have one solution. Spend more money, yep. right? Create more debt. I mean, th- that's their answer to, to all of these things. And I think, well, what we're going to see, we got five weeks until the meeting. Okay, so five weeks until that, that meeting in March where two things happen. Number one, they're, they're going to be done buying bonds. Okay, so they're not going to add any more to their balance sheet, at least for right now. That, that, that's a given. That, that's for sure happening. Now it's a question of how big of a rate hike are we going to get? We're going to get one more inflation report before that meeting. Uh, if that number's still in the 7-plus range, I would hope that they would give at least 50. Of course, at that point, they should probably go a full point and, and start saying, hey, listen, get ready. We're going to be raising full points for the next X amount of meetings. But I think what we're going to see, this is just my guess, Right now, if it if the meeting was next week, they'd only raise a quarter of a point. That's just my opinion. Yep. We'll see over the next five weeks how bad it gets. Uh, there, there's a chance it can be a half of a point. It's not going to be more than that, which is a shame because they again this is just proves how little they care about us, right? Well, Joe, maybe it'll be just a flurry of quarter point raises more frequently because I heard even well, and I think that's going to be the big thing. So, so to finish what what I think is going to happen, they're all going to wonder, okay, what is the message they're going to send after that hike? Hey, get ready, right? We're we're hiking for the foreseeable future. In other words, to Jason's point, every six weeks here's a quarter point. Every six here's another quarter point. Another quarter point. And I think they're going to go quarter point, quarter point, quarter point until they break it. Yep. I don't think we're going to get taper. Uh, they're going to talk about it. We're not going to get there. And I think to Jason's point, by the time we're all said and done, we're going to get some extreme spending out, out of our elected officials, and we're going to be right back at zero, and we're going to be right back at Fed at the Fed piling onto their balance sheet, and I think we're going to have a huge, huge rally in gold, a huge rally in silver, and I think we're going to have a new normal. I said it 15 years ago when they started this whole 2% bull crap. They're just going to raise the number, and we're going to find out. Here's what I think we're going to find out. Anywhere around four or five percent, they're going to call that victory, Jason. <laughs> Do you think they can get that far? <laughs> yeah, I think I, again, we're going to find it. that two percent number. That's going. They're going to end up saying, "Well, you know, it's not two, but you know." And and get ready. Here's a well. It ran below two percent for like thirteen <laughs> years. Right. So you know, we're going to run. Over 2% for the next 13 years. I think we're going to have the rest of this decade where we're going to see sky-high inflation unabated. And, and, and again, I think whenever the big crash finally does come, that's when we're going to get the digital money and, and, and the reset, if you will, the wipeout 
will happen. I think you're right, Joe. And maybe what they do is uh, run that four and a half, five percent inflation. Say, well, our goal is three and a half. We're going to keep pushing hard to get there, and we're successful because we got it down below eight and a half percent or wherever it gets to in the next few months, Joe. <laughs> so maybe that'll be yeah, that'll yeah, be the thing. I'm, I'm telling you, this is, they'll call victory. Yep, I they'll, think you're right. Call victory on it, and, and again, think about five years at five percent. Five years at 5%. That would take $100 and turn it into 75 You know, you would need whatever cost $100 today. Five years from now, $125 just to buy the same stuff. And again, But that's with their number. So you got you got to know this. If they're saying 7.5, to Jason's point, it's at least 15 Can you imagine... Five years of 15%? Two years of 15%, Joe. There's just no small businesses left in the world. None. And you're going to see it. We've Jason and I have been talking about this for such a long time. Uh, I think that this heading into this summer, uh, it's going to be a horrible, horrible time for a lot of small businesses in America. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We got uh, about fifty ten dollar liberties. Uh, these are uh, the half ounce pre nineteen thirty three, right eighteen sixty six to nineteen oh seven. They're they're at a thousand sixty five. So that's a nice little discount there. A thousand sixty five on some half ounce. Liberties at 800-951-0592. Unleaded gas is up five cents in a day. Right now, unleaded gas is up five cents in one day. And I think we're going to see several days over the next six months where we're going to see unleaded gas prices jump Five and ten cents a day. A uh, gas buddy whose job it is to predict a lot of different things says uh, the case for the highest gas prices ever uh, continue to build. And they're saying this isn't really so much a demand thing. They simply are like the supply just isn't there and uh, they said that the previous all-time high, this goes back to 2008. We had that, that one spike. It only lasted for a few weeks. $4.11. I'm pretty sure, Jason, we can add a, at least a dollar to that number. I think most of the country uh, could end up seeing gas prices, going to end up seeing gas prices starting with a five. Yeah, Joe. Even even if uh, the Fed actually attacks inflation uh, with with some some meaning, uh, there's gonna be, it's gonna take some while for it to reflect. So we the inflation we're seeing can can easily get more, more severe the next few months, and then gas prices will just be really high. I mean, by the time they actually try, if they actually do try to to lower the inflation, we yeah we could have gas at five bucks a gallon easy uh, by the spring and summer. And and that's assuming. This Ukraine thing's just a, just uh, a whole lot about nothing. If there is an actual 
call it what you will, war, invasion, whatever it may be, forget about five, right? I mean, I don't know uh, how high it could be. My, my guess would be we could potentially see uh, crude oil at $200 a barrel uh, in that scenario. It just depends on how that plays out. But for setting all of these things aside, just nothing bad happens between now and in May, we're probably gonna, we're, we're probably going to look at something uh, very close, if not uh, over five dollars a gallon for gas. And it's just and it's and at least Gas Buddy's finally saying what it really is. Hey, we just don't have enough. There's just not enough supply. I got a question, Joe. Are you going to watch this crypto Super Bowl Sunday? You going to see this thing? <laughs> see how many crypto commercials are on the on the Super Bowl and watch whatever ridiculous halftime show they got? I'm, I'm actually kind of interested to see what the propaganda is going to pop up on Sunday. Well, isn't that why you watch the Super Bowl? But that's why I'm watching it this year. This year, right? really, this right? year really seems there's going to be a lot of stuff to watch. Don't you agree, Joe? I want to see what that halftime show and these commercials are going to be, man. I'm, I'm kind of wondering. It seems like there, there, there's messages being sent in that game. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to tell you right now, you were getting trained for the digital money. We're getting trained uh, to accept uh, you know, 5G and, and, and the spying and the data collection and all of these things. And, of course, we're telling you uh, well, look, look at the other day, 40 of the uh, Starlink satellites fell out of orbit because of, of a solar flare storm. And, and the fact that there's going to be, you know, 5,000 of these things circling above the Earth. And, and people are wondering where, why all of a sudden there's all these chip shortages and why, why is... Why is there so much energy being consumed right now? And, and a lot of it has to do with just that, this new digital age, right? Between crypto, uh, between digital money, and, and of course, the, the 5G technology and all the servers and all this stuff. Jason, this is where it's all going. Yeah, I mean, inflation is a good cover story for building a new world, that's for sure. I mean, there's, there's, you know, you would think... In times of inflation and prices going up, you think that people, oh, we'll stop building so much stuff, man. This is just, this might not be the time. Uh, but no, it's, you know, there's, there's a new infrastructure being put into place with 5G. You know, I mean, we, we, we covered on the half empty cup of Joe with Virginia Farber where 2,000 satellites got, uh, blown away with 2,800 new satellites, or it was 2,800 satellites with 2,000 new ones in one, one year, whatever that, those numbers No, the were. other way around. We yeah. had 2,000. We added 2,800 satellites in a single year, and that was in that was in 2021. And they want to do more than that this year, right? So, I mean, kind of interesting how things are, uh, are wacky in the economic markets, and uh, well, very secretly here and there. Well, here's a you know here, here's a here's a company here's a, a a warehouse in China building this, and here's in Taiwan they're building that. I mean, everybody's busy building and building and building. Uh, you know, it makes you wonder where all of these uh, these trillions of dollars are actually being spent. It seems like they're building something, uh, Joe. And uh, we all know there's a an Internet of Things, and the Internet of Things is going to include everything and everybody at some point. Yeah, this is just it's just nuts. Uh, Unilever out again, uh, and again, Unilever, uh, Procter and Gamble, right? These guys are pretty much your grocery store. 
the CEO was out yesterday and just said, hey, this uh, direct quote here, the signature characteristic of this calendar year is going to be skyrocketing commodity and input cost inflation, saying that the company has no choice. Uh, they're going to that this is uh, this inflationary cycle is going to be a very, very tall order. Uh, we're going to continue to have to be raising prices. And, and, and the bigger part, and when you start listening to what they're saying all year, this is the big, and this is what I've been telling you. This we're, we're we're not at the end of inflation. We're at the we're still in the early parts of the inflation. And all of these guys are all saying the same thing. Listen, we're going to raise prices five percent. Well, ninety days goes by, and they you know restocking to make other products again. They're like, but the input costs are up ten percent. Okay, well let's let's raise prices eight percent. Right, and ninety more days goes by, and they're like, input costs are up twenty percent. Okay, let's raise let's raise prices fifteen percent. Right, and and this is the pattern. It's almost to the point now where every one of these major companies is coming out about every ninety to one hundred and twenty days. Jason announcing price hikes. Ain't gonna stop soon, Joe. That's not stopping soon for sure. It's a. Uh... I guess the question is, when will it slow down and stop? That might be the more important question. When? We'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. 800 uh, The gold markets, I've got gold down a dollar. Kitco's got it up $8. And again, uh, all this electronic trading stuff. Uh, after hours, before hours, but gold's at 1835. Uh, silver right now is about $23.25. Uh, right now, $10 liberties on sale today at $1,065 at 800 951 I, I got a, a, an email from one of our listeners. And it was talking about taxes. In other words, in buying and selling gold, a lot of states, Arizona being one of them, has removed taxes when you buy and sell gold. So does that mean you can now buy bullion? Because remember, we like pre-33 gold better than any other because it's the most private way to buy and sell it. You can buy it, you can sell it, you can trade it, and you never, ever have to give out your Social Security number or worry about a 1099. Here, here, Here's the thing. It's great that the states are saying, hey, we're not going to have any state tax. Now, some states... Uh, in cities, really, uh, we'll, we'll charge sales tax. It just depends on where you live. Why we, why are we headquartered in Arizona? Because you can buy here without sales tax. That's, that's a huge advantage. But the, the problem is on this, guys, is that doesn't do anything about the federal tax. And that's where, let's face it, uh, the state, you know, when you pay your taxes, right, uh, the state part is a, a, a tiny part. Uh, so, no, that does not preclude you now from 
getting away with being able to uh, sell a 10-ounce gold bar, as an example, and not get 1099. Uh, that That's not how the, this works. So these states, it's great, but it really doesn't change uh, anything when it comes to different types of gold and silver and, and reporting requirements, Jason. Yeah, I mean, we specialize in that pre-33 gold, Joe, and uh, when I was doing this by myself before I joined up with you, I did different kinds of gold and silver, but I was always listening to the Patriot Trading News Hour, and I started getting into pre-33 gold before you went on the air in 2018, uh, looking for someone to run Colorado, and uh, then I got involved here, and I started understanding it more and more and more, how, how uh, that's, that's it's just, if you're going to choose the what gold and silver to own, yeah, the pre-33 uh, gold and the pre 64 silver is, is a that's a pretty good place to be joe yeah absolutely it and again um i love that if you guys ever have questions email me uh you know double j at allamericagold.com and i'll gladly email uh email you back or i'll take it on the air uh and answer those questions that was a really great question by the way because you're seeing a lot of states I mean, you're going to hear a lot more about this uh states getting rid of of the taxes states talking about trying to make gold and silver legal tender i think you're going to hear a lot of that over the next several years as we continue to watch how this whole thing plays out here uh even with our iras we we, we do a lot uh, of precious metals iras we we now have choices as far as depositories go, for the longest time, you had to send your, your product to Delaware. Well, not now you can say, well, I send it to Delaware, you know, or you know what, I want mine in Texas, right? Uh, because states are starting to build uh, their own depositories as well, Jason. Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing about the uh, the economy ha- having stress and the, the Fed's Ponzi scheme sort of, Showing its true colors is that uh, there, there's a few states out there that are trying to solidify their positions, you know, just in case, right, Joe? Uh, Texas having that depository down there is a pretty strong one, and uh, that's, that's, that's refreshing to see. I, I just wish we can get back to the state banks instead of these big banks. Uh, the state banks in, in, in American history were very solid, and they ran independently, and you could either trust them or not. You know, they ran like any other business. If it's successful, it, it works, and if it doesn't, it fails. We just don't have that today, and I, I, I love the uh, you know gold depositories. It's a good idea, Joe. Yeah, so there, there's a lot of things happening, but just understand, you know what? Marijuana is a great example, right? I mean, all kinds of states say it's legal, still doesn't change the federal law, right? So there, there, you still got to do idiotic things. You can't even run. Uh, like a normal business, uh, it takes like CBD is a great example. The CBD that we sell, which is such a great product, but there's no THC, there's no of that. You know, when you think marijuana, you know, getting high, there's none of that in that product at all. And yet, we have to have special permission. We went through, it was like a six month process just to be able for you to take a for us to take a credit card for you to order uh cbd products we pay a higher fee right because 
uh, of these same things because of these federal laws. Uh, and, and it's the same thing here in the, in the gold and silver markets. I think you're going to see a lot of states. We're seeing tons of countries, right? Everybody wants it. Uh, but, but again, these federal laws are going to, you know, I, I don't see those changing, I guess is my point, Jason. Well, yeah, and we actually get charged just to deposit cash into the bank. <laughs> right, Joe? It's one of those things. Uh, we, we, we accept cash. I mean, that's what gold and silver is about. But, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we deal with a lot of cash. And so the, the banks decide, oh, well, we'll just take a piece of that, right, Joe? Our banking fees here at Patriot monthly, well, well over 1000 closer to $1,500 a month in banking fees. And the majority of that is because we're putting cash in the bank. It's absolutely insane. Pizza Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, gold 1837 now. Uh, breaking here, this is, this is a, a big thing, I think anyway. Uh, we're being told that there is going to be a Monday closed board meeting of the Federal Reserve at 11.30 Eastern Time. So uh, James Bullard came out, said, hey, we need to hike right now. Uh, they tried to laugh it off here. Now, they're saying the goal of the meeting is to review and determination by the Board of Governors of the advance and discount rates to be charged by the Federal Reserve Bank. So that's that's what they're saying the meeting is about. Uh, this is this has some interesting uh, connotations to it. Could we get a surprise rate hike on Monday? Possibly. Uh, it also looks like Jason they're gearing up uh, to change. You know, right now the banks are b- borrowing money from the Fed and getting paid to do it. Looks like that's going to come to an end as well. Yeah, and this is all just uh, you know coincidence, I guess you could say, Joe. But I always said that, you know we had this coronavirus thing for two years, and you know, hey, we just ended the NCAA. Remember the first thing they canceled was the NCAA tournament. You know, all these sports had to cancel these games, cancel those games. But the one sport that they didn't mess with was the NFL, Joe. <laughs> They're ending their season Sunday. Well, now things can go crazy because, well, the NFL. I, I just find it weird, Joe, that the NFL, the biggest sport in, in you know in the room, they always get their season. They always you know they get the full season. They get to, they get to have their Super Bowl. They don't get anything canceled. And uh, yeah, well, well, we'll have a Monday meeting. Yeah, the NFL. You know, you know, Eric used to say it for years. Hey, the holiday season doesn't end until after the Super Bowl. So apparently. Uh, right after the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday, uh, Monday, eleven thirty Eastern. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> we'll be on the air, Joe. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. The fact that they scheduled it and said this is going to be it, uh, I, I expect a rate hike on Monday. Right now, that's that. Why else would you meet if you weren't going to do it, Joe? The guys I was listening to were expecting an emergency meeting and a in a, in a half a point. Emergency rate hike. I don't know if they, you know, we don't. I don't know who's who's going who's gonna to be correct or not, but it's sure it's sure starting to smell a lot like a rate hike of some sort, doesn't it? Yeah, it's going to be really. And again, here's the problem. Like I said, they admit to seven and a half. It's probably fifteen. We're so far 
away. And the pro- the question really is going to be how many rate hikes can Wall Street take? And we're going to find out because I don't think it's that many. Well, That's Joe, Joe, let me let me jump in because the numbers they give us are always the numbers from previous weeks or months. You know, these guys, I'm telling you right now, they have their finger on the the up to the day information. What if the next inflation number is going to be eight and a half or eight? Right? What if they know that's where it's headed? That's why you have to have an emergency rate hike. It's like, well, okay, we can't let it go to eight next next uh, next month. You know what I mean, Joe? And I, I'm going to tell you right now. I think that's probably more than likely. That is probably exactly what it is. Because you got to remember, this data is behind. So they probably already know. Hey, in four weeks, by the way, we're coming out with a number that's going to be like Jason. It's going to be eight, eight and a half. We better do something to see, to show that we're trying to get out in front of it. So, uh, Katie by the door here, uh, gold 1837, $10 lives at 1065 at 800 951 